And good morning and welcome to Things You Might Have Heard for Friday, March 31, 2023, the final day of the final day of the third quarter, first quarter uh, of the year of 2023. Welcome to uh, another great day. April Fools begins tomorrow with the beginning of April. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But right now we're going to get into the rush of news that is yesterday's news coming today. And yes, as the teaser graphic says, we're going to talk about Donald J. Trump, but not exactly as you think, because he almost did not make it into the cut. We'll talk about that a bit extended version of how the feeds work in a bit. Uh, But right now, let's talk about preparing for the eight news stories that you deemed were uh, conversational, you deemed were worthy, and that I curated to get them in the field. And I'll get to that in a bit. Uh, you can help us out by going to our website. This is the conversation project.com doing a lot of things. Number one, following the feeds. So you help us vote up the stories. And of course, stop by our partnerships page. This is the final day of our pledge drive to try to secure some extra funding. So this is the last day you hear me talk about this on an extended version. There'll always be ads and sponsors and things like that. But this is the final day you'll hear me talk about the extended version of the pledge to get us a little bit extra cash on an extended basis. Let's get into the news stories right now uh, for this Friday. Eight stories vetted by you, curated by me for this here uh, broadcast. And the first story is grand jury indicts Donald Trump in New York. First time a former president is charged criminally. And you know all the bits and pieces about this one. This came down around five, six o'clock central time. Essentially, I was driving home from work uh, listening to an audiobook on, oddly enough, the impeachment or of, of Trump to um sit at my computer, turn it on and realize that he'd been indicted. And this turned into a long turn of things watching. So I watched a bunch of this last night thinking I'd have to use this for fodder for the morning. The reality is this one barely made it and it barely made it. And it had to take some trickery because we had a couple extra things with Gwyneth Paltrow, uh, her case going to the jury and then the actual charge coming down. A couple things with Jonathan Majors back and forth. Once he pulled out the extra stories, he finally slipped into the top 15. It took that. So apparently you guys weren't all that impressed, at least by my postings of the uh, stuff for Donald J. Trump and his being indicted. Of course, he's expected to turn himself in on Tuesday. Apparently he wanted to turn himself in today, but Secret Service is like, nah, kid, not happening today. They're expected to have uh, things set up for Tuesday. New York City has essentially any police officer on duty in uniform today, so you don't get it twisted. Uh, They're ready to work, and their mobile units are on call, standby whenever something happens. Uh, This is going to be one of the largest things ever in our history because this is the first time, as we said here, a former president is charged criminally with anything we shall see how this plays out for the nation and essentially the world on top of that now the top story of the day the one that got all the responses was this one right here joint air base andrews on lockdown after armed person reported of course this was you know um, hours ago about 12 14 hours ago when we had this out there and at this point they essentially went off lockdown late Thursday evening. Uh, they were unable to confirm that a report of a man carrying an assault-style rifle was on base. So no shots were fired. Suspect found. No suspects found after hours of searching. Uh, the biggest thing about Joint Air Base Andrews is that it's a joint air base. There are people who are manning the station from both Army, or all three, Army, Navy, and Marines. Army, Navy, and Air Force, I should say. Marines are essentially in the Navy. And uh, this is where all the equipment for the president is there, including the Air Force One and other things to get people back and forth. Uh Happily, this was a fairly simple, fairly uh, non-serious thing that happened yesterday. 
it could have been worse. But also, it's a little scary that somebody just put, said, hey, some guy with a rifle's running around base, shut it down. And the base shut down for hours at a time with no one to be found on a base full of people who carry rifles all the time. The U.S. Army to run reported be all you can be ads without actor Jonathan Majors during NCAA Final Four. That being repurposed, if you will. Uh, Poor read on that one. I didn't have the big script in front of me. The Army is going to get its money out of the Be All You Can Be ads it put out that had a lot of money into it. $70 million, I believe, of a lot of cinematic and, and blue screen, green screen work with Jonathan Major just sort of wandering through wars and just walking through troops and things like that. Um, with $70 million on a line, you can find a way to take an eraser and erase out Jonathan Majors, apparently. Uh, the big issue we had with Jonathan Majors and his various things we had on here is that the other story about John, Mr. Majors is that the woman who uh, allegedly he assaulted is taking the blame for the assault, and that's the best way we can, we can put it. Not that there was no assault there, not that um, he, it literally didn't happen, but for whatever happened, the woman seems to be taking the blame, and you can see that in a bunch of text messages that the lawyer has provided. A little bonus story there. But in the meantime, you will see the BRGB ads during the Final Four this weekend and beyond, I'm sure. They just won't run with Jonathan Majors, who was the star to bring people into the um, actually watching the, the, the commercials. We'll see how well they work out. EA fires 800 people in second round of layoffs this month. EA Electronic Arts, uh, a computer games company for the most, most part, is hiring or is laying off, should say, 775 employees in May, which is about 6% of the company's total workforce right now. They're operating from a position of strike, however, despite the layoffs, they expect to uh, make um, make money. Uh, they're taking in charges of 170 to 100 or 200 million dollars uh, just this year. The company's working through a process with the utmost care and respect for the people they are going to have to uh, lay off. But is this is just essentially another round of layoffs for many publishers of the digital arts and just many uh, developers and many uh, just jobs in general especially things that have something to do with tech amazon says it's a tech company even though it is a logistics company uh and they're constantly laying people off unfortunately or unfortunately unfortunately they're seeming to basically hire temps back in and get people to work via contract to cover the slack in this case probably not the case Train derailment causes evacuation in western minnesota town of raymond now late in the evening yesterday the residents were allowed back home after the early train derailment uh, in uh, near Raymond in uh, Canoyo County on Thursday in Minnesota. Now, here's the details on this train wreck. This was a train that was uh, carrying, I think, 200 cars. But there was a car. Some of the cars were a mix of ethanol, which is essentially gasoline, and um, sugar. Literally, uh, gasoline and sugar. Uh, so the fact that it had an inflammatory uh, element, something to catch on fire, and sugar, cane sugar, just just uh, train loads of cane sugar, which is a fuel for fire, uh, which is why the derailment happened so quickly. Uh, oddly enough, I was watching CNN and had they were already scheduled to talk to Pete Buttigieg, who talked to him on this one as well, uh, saying they're monitoring it, things like that going on and all those things, because train derailments are happening a bit more frequently. Or at least they're talking about them much more frequently because of what's happening with the train derailments. Uh, nothing of real note to report on this one. Um, uh, 
the whatever bit part of the train that did uh, derail and did, of course, catch fire, they let it burn out because ethanol is gasoline and it, it was, it's more or less safer than some other things that are being driven down those railroads. But this is one that was ended fairly easily. Once again, we talk about some of the issues we had with getting Donald Trump in the news today, and that was because you didn't care as much as I thought you would, and other stories were sort of doubled up based on the day, and we also didn't think it was going to happen. It was kind of out of the blue. Gwyneth Paltrow's uh, trial went to jury, and that was the first thing we put out early in the afternoon, late in the evening, actually after the indictment of Donald Trump, we put out another story, which caught your attention a bit higher up, if you will. Jury finds Gwyneth Paltrow not at fault in ski crash trial. Now, what she has done, uh, he and the doctor who were in this trial have brought up all sorts of memes, all sorts of weirdness, and all sorts of just eyeballs on the court system on this case, which is seven years old, where the defendant, or the the, the, the sewer, I guess, uh, Terry uh, Sanderson, um, is trying to claim that because Gwyneth Paltrow hit her, uh, bumped him in, on a ski slope, he's now um, has dementia essentially. When he was, you know, in his late 60s when this happened, he, now he's in his uh, middle 70s, and all these things are kind of already happening. Terry Sanders was found 100% at fault at the ski incident from 2016. The $1 million and the $1 fairly compensates Gwyneth Paltrow in terms of ongoing damages. So she, she kind of sued for a dollar. She gets a dollar. Sanderson gets nothing. Nike launches product designed to minimize risk of leaks while menstruating and being active. It was one of those days, if you will. Nike has released a leak protection, thin, an ultra-thin absorbent liner designed to protect against period leaks. It is designed to be worn with a tampon pad or a cup and, of course, their Nike gear. Nike leak protection gear... Uh, is um, a product that will change people's lives, they say. The Orlando Pride of the National Women's Soccer League switched to switched their color of their shorts from white to black earlier this month because of this. Uh, because And now, because of this, this may not have to happen very more. And now that we have it here, hopefully we don't have to talk about it very much anymore because it is a little weird that I'm talking about period protection products. It's one of those days, though. Uh, let's let's move on, if you shall. Turkish Parliament ratifies Finland's NATO membership. This we pulled from Al Jazeera, so you can kind of kind of give side eye to the source. But it happened. Finland is now basically basically in the range to get things going. Turkey had to vote on Finland because they do. And they did, and they said Finland's okay to join NATO. So we'll see how fast track the fast track will go with Finland. Switzerland already has the Switzerland already had the the green light to get this thing done. And Finland needed a little extra love and care from the Turkish, if you will. Turkey still being a semi close, weird frenemy with the Russians, and essentially being right there as a neighbor. Uh, but we will see the new NATO adding in Finland fairly soon. Let's go to our teaser story for today, which will actually be the teaser story for the weekend. Um, come Monday, we're going to give you 10 news stories uh, from the top 30 stories of the weekend. We'll get over 90 stories for the weekend. And this one, if it survives the weekend, can be there. If it's one of the top 30, it may be what we choose to chat up about. And it's fairly simple. You just go to our feeds on Facebook and Twitter and let us know what to chat up about. 
go to facebook.com slash this is a conversation project and twitter.com slash th underscore conversation. And the more you engage with the story, the higher chance we get to talk about it. This one right here reads like this. Arkansas's oldest police officer retires at 93. That's not him pictured. That's a ad running for Sarah Huckabee Sanders, I believe, or something. But this is a story about a police officer, a man um, in Camden, Arkansas, who is literally a police officer. He wears his uniform. He walks a beat. Camden might, might not be in the mean streets of uh, Harlem, but, you know, they need their figure. And this man, who has been an inspiration and a local story that people love all around here, is finally giving it up, putting up his badge, putting down his um, his cuffs at the age of 93 this year. You know, finally, I guess he got his student loans paid off enough, so now he can finally uh, sort of retire and chill out in style. Is this a story we're talking about come Monday? You decide that by going to our feeds and letting us know. Let's talk about what today's uh, big sponsor, which is um, Fundrise. Go to this is a conversation project.com slash fundrise and sign up today. I have not talked about them in a few weeks, but um, they are still a main part of my portfolio, main part of my investment scheme. Fundrise allows you to invest in real estate, real estate without having to go out and buy a house and refurb and try to sell it to anybody. You don't have to do any work. You put money in a fund, just like a mutual fund, just like an ETF, just like a stock of something. And people who manage houses will take your money and take it good use and will use it to buy good properties, rent them out to good people and keep them going uh, for an extended period of time. And every so often selling off assets because that's what you do when the time is right. Now, I've been getting a bunch of calls uh, from people trying to buy my second property. You know, hey, I got you want to cash out for this thing. They don't do stuff like that. They actually manage their materials in a sane way in a not crazy way in a not scammy way and you can read up on what you're subscribing to and see in portfolio style what you have put into it and the ceo comes out with very frequent podcast now talking about their strategy what they're doing and how the market's going to keep going and how they're going to ride it as best as possible now remember this is an investment and you can lose money and i have lost some money in this investment but i will tell you for the bulk of 2022 there was no money lost at all there were times when money wasn't made very very frequently but i lost no money in 2022 using fundrise then the next year started and things piled up and so now we're a little in the red right now but we suspect to be brought out of it housing market is a bit volatile but a lot of people right now are jumping back into it because they think there's going to be a big big turn in the market your chance to get into the housing market without actually having to build houses is at fundrise go to this it's a conversation project.com slash fundrise this is a conversation project.com slash fund rise and get in today. Oh, by the way, the first 30 days, no fees and you can get extra stock, extra shares in some of your things by uh, getting into it right now at Fundrise. The conversation project is homed at this is a conversation project.com. That is our website where we have the, you know, depositories of all of our stuff we have this podcast this video cast depending how you're watching it or, or viewing it or listening to it uh, we have other things that do more commentary i was struck yesterday by a comment on something saying i should do more commentary commentary and i do actually do more commentary commentary it's just done in different platforms the you're welcome commentary is literally commentary that's flipped on his head where we take a subject uh that people really want to get talk on the more um meaner side 
And we talk to the meaner side and explain why the meaner side is so mean. We also get a little extra commentary in the week in the in the week from the uh, weekly wrap up, which is the actual by the numbers, the actual stats versions of what were the top stories. So oddly enough, Donald Trump won't make that stat because he was kind of low in the numbers. But you can see which stories made the top cuts based on the real numbers on tomorrow when we have that produced out as well, plus some other things as well. Uh, if you believe that what we've put out for you. If, if, if you're your first time, you've been here with us all month or for a while, if you believe that we've given you some good content with great value and could use a little help, I'm telling you we can use a little help. If you go to our page, our website, and click on the partnerships page, we are asking for some sustained help. We are looking to sustain $200 of recurring revenue every single month an extra two hundred dollars is going to be here every month because we want to pay some folks to help out behind the scenes two people i have lined up ready to do more stuff i'm trying to secure the funding if you will and we have some other gear and tech and software we're going to buy in a few months to kind of bolster up what's going on some things are kind of ready to go right now but we want to get these people paid to get the back end stuff done first and i have to have an extra two hundred dollars a month reoccurring to know i can make this happen Go to our website. This is a conversationproject.com slash partnerships. And if you deem us worthy, we will graciously take your gift. Now, part of what gives us great joy of these gifts is we get to do fun stuff when we get through all the news, all the really sad stuff, all the really crazy stuff, all the really important stuff at cases, and talk about something that's actually kind of important too birthdays today things you might have heard begin with birthdays for march 31st and we're going old school for this one there are a lot of people we could pop the beer but these are folks that mean something to me's and folks um my age and a bit older starting off for shirley jones who's 89 years old yes the mama of the partridge family is 89 years old and still out there performing every so often christopher walken who is of course always performing things and doing things and being christopher walken he believe it or not it's only 80 years old. And also, believe it or not, although you don't see him very much in front of the camera, he's doing a lot of things behind the scenes, a lot of producing and a lot of working with younger uh, filmmakers and younger TV show producers. Gabe Kaplan, Mr. Kata, Mr. Kata, Mr. Kata. He is only 79 years old today. Happy birthday to those youngins uh, on the day. When Christopher Walken and Gabe Kaplan are the youngins on the day, you know there's people living good lives out there. Let's move on to the history lessons for today. In 1918, daylight savings time went into effect in the United States for the first time. Of course, it's been shifted back and forth. And now there's possible legislation to just get rid of it, have a standard time, one of the times be standard. But for the moment, we have 1918 to begin the blame for the loss and gaining of hours of sleep throughout the year. In 1995, in Corpus Christi, Texas, Latin superstar Selena Quintanilla Perez was shot and killed by Yolanda Salvivar, Saldivar, the president of her own fan club. This was this was a very um sad, sad event that brought into light uh, some of the things that were just weirded out by superfan type stuff. Uh, when, when, we, when we learned more about the whole incident, and of course with biopics and, and news stories, uh, there was a lot of layers to this murder of, of um, carried off by Saldivar and um, killing the singer Selena. Uh, of course, what made it semi-ironic was Selena was starting to have her breakthrough 
in English style music. Uh, she was uh, a the queen of Tejano, Tejana music essentially uh, all this time, but was making her way into pop music. And her first single basically came out and won awards and made money for the foundation posthumously, uh, the Dreaming single. Uh, but we lost the chance to get more from her due to this tragic incident. And in 1998, God did not appear live at 10 a.m. on Channel 18 as predicted by a Taiwanese UFO cult in Garland, Texas. The group predicted God's appearance for months. 10 a.m., Channel 18, don't miss it. It wasn't there. He showed up in a um in a drama series, you know, in in the in the middle two thousands, of course, and you know, uh, he's all over the place, everywhere, and now he's got commercials and stuff. But in nineteen ninety eight, did not show up on the on channel eighteen on the news because I don't know scheduling, maybe God's kind of busy. Today is Crayon Day, March thirty first. Announces we announce Crayon Day. You can't mess up Crayon Day. I know I've been saying that a lot in these days. You can't mess up, but you really can't mess up Crayon Day. Buy some crayons, buy a coloring book, color. Crayon day. Have some fun. And finally, one more thing you might not have heard. How did April Fool's Day get its start? With the reform of the calendar under Charles IX, and they put ninth in there because people like me can't read Roman numerals, New Year's Day has moved from April 1st, was moved from April 1st to January 1st. Due to the slowness of communication back then, the general resistance to change and January 1st date was not fully accepted for several years. April Fools is not the beginning of the year. That's in April. Those traditionalists who clung to April 1st as New Year's Day were scoffed off as fools and sent fake party invitations and prank gifts. How did April Fools Day get started? They changed the day of the beginning of the year from April to January. April 1st was once the beginning of the calendar year. And now it's not. You fools, please go um, light on the jokes and light on the pranks come tomorrow. But enjoy your tomorrow and enjoy your today. Friday, March 31st, 2023, Jay Cleveland Payne is who I am, reminding you to stay hydrated, stay limber, and stay on task for all of the grand things that we need you to be here for, and I'm intending to be here for as well. Been a bit of a struggle to get into this third quarter of 2023, but we're going to manage. We're going to make it, and you will make it too. Remember, if you deem things we're doing kind of cool to do and you want to help us out, go to our website, thisisaconversationproject.com, and click on the partnerships link and see if we can partner up. You can always, of course, go to our sponsors anytime you want to, and you can just kind of make sure you're following us on the feeds, which is actually the most important part, following us in the feeds so we know what you people are talking about. We almost didn't talk about Donald J. Trump. Almost. That's a big thing here. So we'll discuss more of it about what's going on. We'll see what happens when um, Tuesday comes and he's expected to show, show up in New York City. We'll see how what kind of chaos and confusion we'll have on that one. But till Tuesday, let's actually before that till Monday, because we're going to have some news before that. Uh, just enjoy yourselves, follow the feeds, and be good to each other. Be excellent to each other. Party on, dudes.